Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Spoke, and you're with Fen. And myself, Big Zoo. And today we're talking all about money. Yes, how to be savvy with your pee. Right, exactly. So studies have shown that less than 25% of young people have any financial education, and only 7% show high level of financial literacy. It's mad, because I don't even know what financial literacy is. Anyway, right? for many young people across the UK, the thought of even being open about money fills them with the dread as people would rather remain quiet about their personal finances. And it has also been found that money education is stored in many secondary schools across the nation, resulting in thousands of young people leaving schools and university without any sufficient knowledge about how to be savvy with their pain. Man, they ain't teaching y'all. No? They ain't teaching y'all. Right? So we gonna teach y'all today. Right. <laughs> boop, 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 Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. I wasn't sure if you were meant to come in. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just waiting. I was no, like, sorry, we had, to, we had to give it the gas. Can you not just let the people know where we have are. blessed ourselves with your presence? Ladies first. Oh, thank you. My name's Bola Sol. I'm a personal finance guru. Oh, wow. Oh, mate. It took me a long time to give myself that title, trust me. But eventually I was just like, no, I do what I do. Yeah, uh, so you I, own it. I, I've been talking about money now for at least four years. Mad. Studied maths and finance, and I just wanted to really put it out to the community. That could be anyone mm. in London, anyone in the UK, anyone around the world listening. It's yeah, I just wanted to talk money and talk about how we can build up wealth for ourselves. Mad. Queen B. <laughs> I just want to chat to you. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? Where were you when I was 17, man? Right. Where was I when I was 17? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name's Amani Simpson. I am an entrepreneur and I am the producer of the Amani short film on YouTube starring yes. Javan Wade. Chase, 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 chase. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I live to empower young people. So this is I love that. gonna be just like I'm just looking forward to the gems and hearing everyone yeah, else's story mm. and what we can just download and just let yeah, those man. that are coming after us know uh, and save them a little bit of the headache that we went through. I feel privileged to be in the studio right now because we're gonna know all of this information before everybody else hears it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get going. Um tell us, what is your relationship with money? How did you first start to kind of find your feet when it comes to money because I know for me I feel like I still haven't found my feet mm. um, 
my first interaction with money um, was, I guess, by stumbling around, mm-hmm. you know, by spending a lot of money uh, on frivolous things, you know, and don't, I'm just not to say that you don't still do things like that every so often now, mm-hmm. but I think it's just as you get older, you start to realise, okay, you don't need to buy that and you don't need to buy this. And um, we were talking off air about the first book that we read and we both read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, that book really changed my mind. I see that about, book all the time. Apparently yeah. it's mad. No, it's mad. Yeah. It's an amazing book. And okay. I always, whenever I go out and I, I, people say, oh, what books did you read? I always say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich mm. and uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Those four, yeah. those three book. books about money, untold like gems in there. Yeah. It's really? unbelievable. So, yeah. I think it was when I saw my brother with a compressor. <laughs> so my brother's like like 14 years older than me but I just remember him being an accountant and I was thinking you lot must get paid yeah. <laughs> and I was like okay cool I'm good with the numbers thing but I just I just wanted to understand and it came to a point where I was like I have five other siblings and I was like why is no one talking about money mm. why is it because I remember my first job that's when it was my first job and I was just like okay cool this and this and I was like wait what's tax what's NI I was like who are these people yeah. why are they taking my money and I think it was trying to understand and you know those ones where you think like money's like this mm. secret so I'm like asking people yo is this happening to you too is NI taking your money as well <laughs> not understanding what these things go towards and how you're contributing uh. to kind of to the community but also how you can contribute to like your own personal finances as well but it's mad like I know that for me like I'll go to my accountant and I'll be like I have no idea what you're talking about he'll talk to me for about an hour and I'll just be like mm-hmm 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 I have no idea but even though I, I like I I think that like, I know I'm doing okay mm. for myself like I don't necessarily know that I'm spending my money in the right way mm. and there is such a lack of education about how to spend your money about these about tax like mm. you have to learn about Understand. tax as after you after you um leave school and for me I'm freelance so and the same for you Zoo. Mm. like learning mm. about tax is like I still haven't got my head around it conversation mm. conversation you have to keep talking to people especially right? if they're in the same industry as you because like yeah. when I'm contracting yeah literally I'm just like so who's your accountant what do they do what was mm. your so like if we're doing the same job and I'm contracting I'm like what was your corporation tax I'm like what I'm paying too much I'm, I'm on the phone to my account I'm like why is this happening yeah. to me mm. like you need to be able to yeah. ask questions without just feeling like oh this is what I owe like yeah. in everything to do with money you need to question it enough to be able to negotiate it mm. but I think the one thing is is that people don't give it the time and that That's is true. Yeah, I think that that is because people are too busy with their lives. Yeah. Like they've left school now. They're trying to get their career on the go. They're trying to focus on whatever they're trying to focus on music, whatever it is. And money is just this irritating thing that you have to deal with. Mm. We're not educated in it. So mm. then we're stuck in this situation where you kind of know it's there. Mm. Like I know that sometime in the next few months I need to do all my receipts I know that I have to and that is on the back of my mind but it's just like when we don't address it properly or we don't talk about it and the other thing that you said about not talking about it why is it that we don't talk about it I think because we all come from different backgrounds so some people like I've lived with a girl at uni that she has six bathrooms in her house in London yeah it's crazy that's that's nuts to me because I was just like oh you're up up like like she's upper middle class whereas like I'm working class so we just got a second bathroom and I'm feeling gassed about that (laughs) do you know what I mean so I think sometimes people can feel ashamed do I have enough um or don't I and um I think now we just need to be in a place where 
wherever you start, you just need to remember it's not where you finish with your money. Of course. Sorry, it's about where you finish. It's not about where you start. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think the other thing is as well is um, a lot of our parents didn't talk to us about money. No. Yeah. Um, and so it was like a taboo. Like you yeah. almost grew up in an environment. Like I remember me and my sister were driving somewhere with my parents and we were just like, mom, dad, like, how much do you guys actually earn? Yeah. Like, and Sick. it was a question where we had to because we are like now starting to do the adult thing, and mm. we're starting to like. I, as a young man, I, I really aspire to do better than my parents did mm. because it's just about leveling up of and course. trying to make sure that the next generation coming after are in a good place. So, yeah. if I don't know how much my parents yeah, are earning, right, and not to say that I'm gonna go and like start gossiping about it, mm. but how do I know when I've reached that level? Mm. And so it was a really hard conversation and I think because their parents didn't speak to them about money mm. and their parents never spoke to them about money, mm. it's just passed on. Yeah. So I think mm. it's, it's just starting to break those cycles and parents mm. just really sitting down with their, their children and saying these are some of the hiccups that can come um, these are some of the, the lessons that I would like to pass on to you rather than kind of telling them in the, in the moment of, of crisis. You mm. pre-warn yeah. them. You know? Got to be proactive, not reactive. I think naturally people don't like talking about numbers. Like, for me, when I'm around my man, them, like, around people, around just normally, people don't like saying the exact number of what they're earning, of what they're, they're getting. Like, let's say man does a show, man, man will talk about the show, or man don't really want to talk about how much I made from the show. Mm. Just naturally. But then people will talk about how much their drip costs. Yeah, of course, of mm. course. People talk about how much their, their that costs and that costs because I feel like when you when you expose how much you're earning or how much you got from that, you're leaving yourself a judgment. Like so you're, someone might judge you. Oh, is that enough? Are you getting enough? How are you living off that? How are you doing this off that? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I just feel like naturally people don't talk about numbers. Like my mum, like even talking to her just like to get her to break down everything that's going on in the house and council tax and this and this and this. It took her a long time mm. to be able to just break down the numbers to me. So, like because she knew when she broke down the numbers to me I got the full picture yeah and that's what a lot of us need because I think without it I was going through a time where like I contribute towards the house but my mum mm. was just like do you know what that's not enough but my exactly. mum has never really broken down yeah. like the how number. much everything right. costs because yeah. exactly. it will make you understand yeah. there was a time that I used to <laughs> it sounds dumb I used to brush my teeth and leave the water running Yeah, <laughs> and that sounds like such a little thing but my sister used to get so annoyed at me and she'd be like mum do you see what she's doing and my mum was like one day she's going to understand what she's doing yeah. and ever since then you'll never catch me leaving that tap yeah. running because Trust now me. you just know like you there's know, a cost exactly. to everything exactly yeah. but I feel like they naturally yeah. like I feel like parents will naturally guard it from their their their, their children but how yeah. long are yeah. they kids how long are we kids do you know what exactly. it is as well I think, exactly. part, I think part of the reasons why parents do that is because some of them have made mistakes and so yeah. sometimes it can be quite embarrassing uh, to have yeah. that conversation I, I think that's the thing because they, you know they're able to mm-hmm. get through life and you know between the if it's a husband and wife or whatever yeah. then they're, they're able to deal with it internally yeah. Yeah, and you know when I've spoken to my parents now and they've said there was days where we didn't like we chose not to eat so you guys mm. could eat or Mad. we you know we you know, my mum and dad moved to quite a nice area my dad grew up in a council estate in in West London Mm. and you know as much as that's great like they're still grinding they're still Mm. trying to build business they're still trying to Mm. set up their levels and Mm. I think one end of it is we have worked so hard to get you into a position where we don't want you to worry about this Mm. stuff but at the same time as from a child perspective when you start becoming a teenager and an adult you want to know actually you know where are we at you know because the sooner I would have known the more I could have liked helped plan better like if I knew what I knew now at 17 would be the difference between me trying to buy a house at 21 or 22 when Mm. I saw some people doing that I was just like that that wasn't in my economic power however if I knew what I knew at like even 15 I would have said cool once I get my first job at 16 this is how much I'm putting away and Mm. things like that but it's just about having the conversations having the knowledge and having the like nitty-gritty conversations with your parents or guardians Mm. and I think the same like from 
from parents not telling or like not discussing their side of things in terms of numbers. Mm. I think the same goes for our side when we get employed to work on a job and not breaking that down for them. Like I know that I've been employed on a job and they'll be like, what's the fee? And I'll give them a fee and they're like, what, why? But you, you have to break that down for them. Oh, yeah. Because I think that that's so important. Like There's so many times that when I first started out, and it'd be really interesting to hear, like, I think everybody's stories, the same as Yuzu, um, just stories of starting out and, like, trying to get enough money to make that for, for myself and Yuzu, it's something creative, and yourself as well, um, to make that creative thing that that client wants happen. Mm. And talking money with a client is really hard. It, yeah, not 100%. Uh, like, I guess for me, before I got into, um, like, this is my first short film and it's, it's been amazing to work on. But before I did that, I was an estate agent. Well, I still mm. am. I own an estate agency company um, and we do property investments, etc. But even negotiating my fee at the beginning, I used to, like, move super, like, <laughs> like yeah. fragile. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to charge you. Is that yeah, all right? Like, yeah. you're kind of almost, like, prompting to see yeah. if it works. But I think you get to a stage in your in your life where you say, like, this is what I'm willing to work for. Yeah. Like, I used to get to a stage where I was like, I'm not leaving my house for less than. Mm. Um, and that's not me trying to be arrogant. That's no, just that's because it costs work. a hell of a lot that's to do what I do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think I think it's it's just, I guess, getting to that level of self-confidence yeah. where you can say to yourself, mm. like, yeah, this is my value. And yeah. I think sometimes you don't necessarily have that in the early days because you're trying to build a reputation. You don't want to get, like, blacklisted and stuff. And we haven't been taught about it. We, haven't, we haven't, like, that's the thing, and that's what I wish that I'd been taught about. Like, I'd do jobs for absolutely nothing, like, looking back, because I hadn't been taught about it. And thinking yeah, there was about no education it. Yeah. on how to negotiate you, yeah. uh, being a freelance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just comes from life experience. Yeah. It's, it's mad because that's not, what, that's not what the system directly wants you to go into. So I think for, like, anybody I mean? listening in, like, if there is, like... The yeah. Do, what, what's your advice? I, I think, yeah, I definitely... You mentioned before about, like, that education. We were saying before about education. Mm. I think the school system, we have to remember, isn't made to give us everything. So there has to be things outside of school that we study. So yep. YouTube and Google are amazing resources like we yeah. live in the information age where we can type literally if I pick up Siri and I ask it a question it will give me that information mm. and so we need to be able to use that 100%. Um, and leverage that to get the information that we need so if it's like how do I save or yeah. you know what's Bitcoin or what's all of these different things that people in, you know inquisitive about mm. if we don't ask these questions at a young age then you're not going to get that in school yeah. and you're going to spend your teenage years and maybe even your early adult years not really understanding what it is whereas if you can learn it from early like if someone told me about Homes Under the Hammer from the age of 12, 13 yeah. I would be a millionaire right now mm. <laughs> because it's just you see it and you're like why can't I do that yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's possible we, we have the information yeah, and true. it's just the application alongside it yeah. and you know the commitment to it so this no, podcast is going to be so inspiring. Yeah, I was going to say, this oh podcast my is going to be so inspiring. <laughs> I, when I, bro, I watched a guy buy a plot of land for like 150 bags but made 15 properties, cost him about like 700k overall for the whole thing. It instantly on went on sale for the houses. There is the plot of land plus all the houses is all worth like 1.4 mil now. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. As soon as it's all landed. Mm. Yeah. It's like, right, you just converted that 700 to 1.4 mm. in, in, a, in a 12-month process. Bola, what's your advice? <laughs> don't be afraid to ask mm. questions mm -hmm. and yeah. don't be so worried about 
what people like, think. Yeah, what people think or uh, if somebody says that's a silly question. Like when teachers say like there's no such thing as a stupid question, you have to take that seriously. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with going to your parents or guardian and like starting to say to them, you know, could I could I speak to a financial advisor? Do you know any? Mm. Do you know anyone who works in this? Do you know anyone who has property? Even they ask, oh, why are you asking? Because I want to get right with my money. Mm. When people say, why are you asking? I want to get right with my money. There's yeah, nothing yeah, wrong with that. Do you know nothing. what I mean? And that way, it, like doors will open up to you and at first you won't understand. But the more you talk about it and the more you have mm. those conversations, you'll be like, actually, this makes sense. Okay, mm. cool. This is what I need to do. Mm. And you can get yourself in the right process. A lot of people don't do because they don't have the knowledge. Yeah. But you have to start by asking. Because as you said, yeah. the education system will only do so much for you yeah, they can't they can't teach you how to buy a house and pay your tax unfortunately yeah. because not everyone is going to go through that process mm. i wish i wish that was homework this is how i look at it i think yeah i, I wish yeah. i learned about these things when i was younger but i've been put in positions where i've had to learn about it and because i've learned about it yeah like me like me going through what i've gone through like making music and stuff yeah. like from a young age i've had to learn all these things like from when i was 18 19 i have to start getting a bit clued up you know what i mean because man's mm, yeah. self-employed thinking oh, why am i not paying no tax let me think about what, what's happening that's going to have implication yeah. on me because I've always been someone I haven't done any like little dodgy things I've always like I've always been on a good path thank God innit and I, I did that because when I when I grow up I always like I'm like cool I've done no madness this is going to be the, the back payment like mm-hmm. my credit's going to be good I'm not going to have yeah. any problem da, 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 da. that wasn't my exact thought process when I was young but I always kept it in the back of my mind so when I started going through things where I had to learn about tax and I had to learn about this and I had to learn about that once I learn it when my friends were going through it, they'll mm-hmm. come to me mm. to ask me. Like, even things like just helping, like, even going through the process of having to declare everything that I've earned to the council so they can work out my mum's council tax, yeah? Mm. Like, then my friends didn't understand. So when they're getting these letters and their mum's getting stressed, they're bugging. Mm. But because I've already gone through that, I'm mm. like, yo, it's fine. Just come, you have to do this, 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 read mm. the small print. But to, to them, they're not reading the small print. They're just mm. seeing the letter that says, your, your house benefit's going to stop if you don't answer. And they're like, oh, what do I do? There's no one to speak to. They're calling the government. No one, no one on the phone is really helping. Mm. And that's 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 the sad that's the sad part of it. I feel like, like you said, you have to gain the knowledge when it comes. When the time comes, you have to go gain the knowledge because the knowledge is actually there. It's all there. I think you can use social media as well. These days, I'm not afraid to just like tweet something and just be like, so how does everyone deal with this? Yeah. It, could, it could be little things like the other day. I was just like, so how often does everyone go to the dentist? Mm. Yeah. Sounds nuts because obviously after a certain age, this is another thing people don't tell you. Yeah. What age is it that you um you have to start paying for the dentist? Is it eighteen mm. or nineteen? That was a punch in the mouth when I first. Oh my yeah. gosh! Literally, oh, look at the words that you used. <laughs> Double entendre, <laughs> indeed. 100%. Literally, such a punch in the mouth because you're just like, wait, what? I have to pay for this. Mm. I have to pay for a checkup, an mm. X-ray, mm. a this. If I get a filling, and it's it. not cheap. Yeah, it's like they're punishing you for eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. So do you think that it's different for men and women? Do you think? Young women have to ask different questions to young men, or what do you think? I think there's probably some foundational things that everyone needs to know, um, and then there's probably more specific things. So I think we live in a generation where um, women are rightly so trying to be a lot more independent than maybe years before, yeah. and so therefore I think young ladies have to ask themselves what is it that they want to do for themselves, um, and how do they want to look after themselves so that they're not completely reliant on a, on a man because yeah. you know I've got young people around me that's like I want to be a YouTuber I want to be a, a wag or I want to and it's just like like that's not necessarily yeah. goals anymore mm. like I hear you but you, there's so much more that you can do mm. and I think also for, for, for young men a question is like you know we hope that one day they're all going to be like husbands or dads or like kind of a, a strong figure in their household so it's like how do I want to make sure that my family is secured you know, these are the questions that I, I think when I started to think about me getting married, I started to think about actually, do you know what? Like, how am I going to make sure that my wife long term mm. is going to be good? 
and then when I have children, how are they going to be good? And then my grandchildren, like, I think there's certain questions that men will ask and also, like, it's same thing. It's not to kind of discount that women are not going to ask the same question, but I can only put it from my perspective and it would be mm. good to really hear from you, like, I guess. Do you know one of the questions, because I work in financial services, one of the questions I ask some of the top women is, how did you get to where you were? Mm. Mm. Because there's not many women at the top still. No, the, the gender pay gap is still real. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, what did you do? Um, and sometimes you have to look at, is it nepotism? And nepotism is obviously basically when you know certain people in yeah. certain places and they can hook you up and take yeah. you to that next level. Mm. Mm. So you know when your friend's like, yo, yo, bust me this. Yeah. Like, it's literally the same thing, but just on a... Networking. Exactly, networking, yeah. just on a professional level so it's about asking that and also knowing about like things that eventually if you do want children it could be a long time from now or it could be closer like Mm. what maternity benefits do you get Um, yeah it's so hard for people even down to Serena Williams Mm. yeah that's mad you would think that she wouldn't have that one of the like one of the well I think the greatest like tennis tennis player of all time not male or female for me just in general Mm. period and she left and they they stripped her of her rank they she brought her back they ranked her like 100 or something in the world or something she come back she won she won straight away but she was like one of the biggest like ambassadors of like how things still need to like be mm. be like accounted yeah. for like the fact that she went on maternity and she had a lot of like her, her childbirth went easy yeah. so coming back into it like she weren't like necessarily welcomed you know what I mean like mm. she kind of like had to work her way back mm. up into her ranking and to get that ranking where she is now and like she just well, did yeah. and she was like in the final like she didn't win but she she showed that like you know she had to work twice as hard but it's mad because there are stories like this in everyday life yeah, like, there are so many stories yeah. like this and we're Course. not necessarily aware of them because again we don't really talk about them yeah I think one of the foundational things I was just thinking about as you guys were speaking is that both you know um, sexes need to ask is you know what is your value system what are you willing to do for mm. money yeah because I think that there's some young men that are willing to do fraud and robbery and sell drugs and all these different things in order to get to a particular stage of their life. And then there's some women that will do certain things for guys and will move in a certain way. And so it's that value system to say Mm. from a young age, this is not, that's not me. I don't care how much money you're throwing at me. I'm not going to do that. Mm. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I think that's something that we really need to speak about because we've grown up in such an instant age where things are just like microwave and very very quickly have no patience. exactly and yeah. so therefore if we don't really start having conversations at a young age and say that this is a realistic amount of money that you should be earning as a 16 year old mm. like <laughs> most 16 year olds should not have a gucci belt yeah yeah that's the reality like I unless have... you're like because that same money yeah should be put into something yeah. that long term is going to make you money not just 100%. because right now you're dripping and yeah. you're seeing on insta and you want to like you know it's just the mindset is it's because of that long journey yeah. isn't it? but how do you think that you got to that mindset again it's a lot of the books that i read and a lot of the elders that i had around me um mm. because i think a lot of my older brother and cousins and stuff like that they didn't really like they weren't flashy so some of them had money, some of them didn't have money. But again, like I saw the value systems that they had and that was more attractive to me. And so, yeah, okay, you grow up in the rapper era or that it, 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 where everything's quite flashy and quite um, materialistic. But I think for myself, because I've, I've, I guess I've built from the ground up Mm. and not necessarily try to cut corners to do certain things for other people. Mm. It's allowed me to just slowly kind of mm. just know that, okay, yep. when I get a certain amount of money, when I get a certain check, yeah. I'm not just going to go and buy Gucci to make mm. everyone else yeah. think that. And no disrespect to Gucci, there's other things that are available <laughs> to buy. But so. do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, Consumerism it's, it's, in yeah, general. Yeah, I'm not consuming. Yeah. Like, I, okay, like for me, my, my when I was younger, I might say, okay, um, 
or kind of like things like holidays, like experiences. Like I'd rather spend my money on an experience that I'll remember forever than to buy something material mm. that is gonna potentially get damaged. Mm. And but everyone's got a different viewpoint. Yeah, and so what you like, yeah, right? I just I, I grew up different like I grew up different and I think because I've spent the most of my twenties like grinding mm. and being self employed and trying to start a business, like there isn't much room to a certain extent in those early years to be frivolous and to be like okay yeah I'd rather say in a conversation that oh yeah I'm building an estate agency business than for my clothes to be dripping Mm -hmm. because when I've left that person I don't have an estate agency business I'm just dripping (laughs) yeah yeah and do you know that's so real I think from me having older siblings what I've seen is some some of them now like some of my brother's friends I've seen them like approaching 40s and one of the things that I clock is that I'd say maybe somewhere into illegal activities and fair enough at that point in time maybe they drove the sickest cars now mm. I'm sorry sickest cars then but some mm. of them now don't even have the credit available yeah, to get a car in general mm. and that is mad to me because what you're saying is that you have chosen the fast route and it's flipped and reversed on you mm-hmm. yeah. and now you're and now you're just you know you don't want to see those people like yeah what's up I'm just trying to get by the whole point is that you are moving forward mm. not that you're moving backwards because you mm. wanted to find that the quick quickest fix. yeah that mm. quick fix and that's not how it works well, two yeah. things that came to mind as you said that was mm. um, one of them uh, one of my favourite sayings is um, you know a lot of people want to be comfortable early but then will be uncomfortable later on because mm. they cut those corners and it's those that True. are uncomfortable early those that are saying I can't go out every single week Mm -hmm. that you know I'm not going to buy that I'm not going to do this with everybody that are comfortable later because they've played the long game Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like again you know when you're talking about the the types of um, things that people had in the early stage like it's like Jenga if you don't build your 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 life on on firm foundations Mm -hmm. and like you've got every single block in place as you're building then all it takes is one wrong move and it's gone yeah so what would you say is a good age to start building I know there's no any like, but a good a- that I think that I think good habits can be formed from um, as soon as you start to be like given a certain element of responsibility. So as soon as you're like kind of early secondary school and you like get a little bit of pocket money, um, good habits. So like I, I think about my some of my godbrothers. As soon as I got my godbrother and god sister, as soon as I understood rich dad poor dad, I bought them rich dad poor dad for teens. Mm. Nice. And so that they could like get that. And then one day he came to me and was like, "Oh, I've used my money to buy a camera." Mm. Like, and it's just like I know that that's worked so mm. I think yeah. it's just especially for the older like listeners or the older generations like mm. it's, it's how do you install your um, your knowledge into those coming up mm. after yeah. so that can start young that could be like you know you give your five year old five pound and say that's got to last you all day or that's yeah. got to last you a week and see what they do and yeah, then just, it can start at any age mm. can start at any age I think I would say like maybe when you get your first job because and also if you get student loan, because you might not have your first job till after student loan. Yeah. But the moment that you're getting money coming into your account regularly, whether that's from your parents or maybe your siblings, whoever whoever it is, um, you want to make sure that you're saying, all right, cool, I'm going to put a little away and I don't know when I'm going to get it back, but I know that it's a long-term type of mindset. Yeah. Even if it's like 95% of my pay is going to something, even if you can start with 5%, the whole point is that you get into the mindset that you're parting with some of your money each month yeah. to do something greater than today. In the future. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Mm. I think it's hard though, because like I was just thinking about what you guys are saying. I feel like for a lot of young people who are doing things like living a fast life, they they haven't got the clarity of the future mm. because mm. like no one before them had the clarity of the future really mm. like imagine you don't have any role models of people that have like been successful their whole life like people around you are just getting by mm. so you don't know what it's like to actually have like a 
successful future. I don't know if that makes sense. No, you I know what I'm saying? What like they, 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 what they throw forward to. Like mm. so, let's say some of my boys are just shotting. Yeah, let's say if I'm young and my boys are shotting. I'm saying no, I don't want to shot with car. Like I don't want to go go jail or, or have any problems or da da da. That's how I'm, I'm thinking. Mm. But that's that's because like my mum's installed like. Uh, a factor of that I need to help her for the rest of my life. I need to be the person that's going to help her. Mm. So that's my 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 fuel behind me. But for some of my friends, like they don't need to help them. They're unpatterned. Yeah. She's not. They're not rich. Yeah, but their yeah, mums yeah, are right. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're just doing their thing, like they're just living their life, but they're not seeing to the future that, raw. if this happens, this happens, this is going to affect my financial thing. I can't go to the bank now. If I do like AC, if mm-hmm. I do an AC fraud with, 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 with somebody, I, I, and now I can't ever have that, that, yeah. that, um, credit card mm. I can never have a credit card with that bank I can never work with that bank again or I can mm. never do that do you know just, just trying to these kind of things Ooh, I, I know people all, like that I think it all comes down to the lack of clarity for what's going to happen in the future because you're living for now isn't it yeah no 100% I mean um, not even to plug what I do because that's not what I think this is about <laughs> but that's one of the reasons why I go into schools yeah. because mm. I think it's important for us to start early and to have some of these conversations young because that accepts you know everyone's got choices that's the first thing mm. I always tell people I'm yeah. like yeah you can grow up in whatever environment that you know is presented to you and you can either go down that road or you can go down that road Mm -hmm. or you can start going down there and then slowly turn it around Mm -hmm. and so I always look at it and say that as soon as you make a decision as soon as the student is ready the teacher appears as Mm -hmm. soon as you say to yourself so for example you being a music artist you say to yourself you know actually I want to do music I'm not on road I want to do that and then slowly what you start finding yourself is hanging around with other musicians going to studios doing like Mm. certain shows Mm. if you say to yourself okay my only option and no disrespect to your friends I don't know them but if if they start saying that actually I want to be on road then soon you start hanging around with man everything that that comes And, and so I feel like for young people especially like that are growing up and a bit confused and like you maybe don't have as much clarity in terms of the direction that they want to go down it's definitely hanging around with people that they aspire to be like and that could just be like you've got an older person that is actually doing something positive that you say can I spend an hour with you every week and mm. just ask you questions mm. like yeah. that doesn't cost anything yeah. and it's then like you know um who does see the other I met Noel Clark the other day I went on set for Bulletproof, um, Bulletproof yeah. and I just sat there for an hour yeah. and just asked him bare questions yeah. and that to me yeah, like, I'm, I'm at the start of my career like mm. I, I know I want to get into the level where I'm doing that kind of stuff yeah. and if you can find someone that is positive that can yeah, download mentor. on you early yeah mentor mm. but just inspirations and mm. also as I said before we live in the information age yeah. so there's now a lot less excuses for the next generation because I can go on YouTube and watch an interview or someone that's a yeah. million miles away 100%. from me and find out how they did yep. that 100%. if I'm willing to search yeah. for it in a time. if yeah. I'm willing to search on YouTube for something else and look at a different side of the web mm. yeah. then, and follow the right different pages, different then I can find the what the problem is? I feel like a lot of young people learn from mistakes. They only learn when things start going wrong. Because mm. at the end yeah. of the day, when if you're shot in, living a good life, you're getting the money in, you're getting the latest clothes, you've got a mad car. Right now, you're thinking, well, I'm the guy. Mm. He's going to last forever. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes the key is just to see people who are a little bit older than you that have taken the same path just to see, is that still where you want to be? Yeah. Mm. But the how I think... And I think it's, it's, I think it's having somebody ask those questions. Like, I know that, like, there will be, like, questions. So my dad will ask me, like, so how much have you got saved? Uh, and I'm like, but you never, you never talked to me about savings. Like, uh, why, why, why are you asking me now how much? Because if I say zero, what are you going to say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we never had those discussions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about numbers. Yeah. And whenever you say numbers, I keep thinking of Wiley. <laughs> whenever you say numbers, I'm like... 
Why are these on? But anyway, go. Oh, my days. I think one one thing I wanted to talk about is um, credit and credit cards and stuff. Because I think one of my friends is Iranian, yeah? Big up him, yeah? Big up ours. He, from when I was young, he was like, yo, you need to get a credit card. And I was like, oh, allow that, man. Mm. Oh, the credit card. What? They're going to control my money. The government, I don't know why. I just didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, no, if I get that, I'm going to spend all the money on it. Like, man, I didn't have a credit what card. What limit am I going to... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't have, yeah, yeah. You don't have one? Have, no. All right, so here what I'm going to say. Yeah. When he told me to get a credit card, I didn't understand how important it was, yeah? Mm. To build that credit and start working with the bank, yeah? Mm. And start using it for what it could do for me. Leverage. Do you know what I'm yeah, trying to yeah. say? But once I did get the credit cards, it opened up so many doors for me, yeah? So tell me, why, do I, why should I get a credit why card? Sh- I, okay. Just from my understanding, then I'll let you lot, you obviously, you lot of the bosses. <laughs> no, yeah, can I just ladies. put a disclaimer? Like, I'm still trying to wing this. Yeah, yeah, like, right, I'm cool. trying to make my place. No, I'm all right, because I'm not, like, now I'm teaching the man them about okay. the credit card thing. Okay, so, what me. I learned was, I was at a place in, in music where I weren't making mad money. I, I was trying to invest, I had to pay for videos and stuff, yeah? So, I went to the bank, got a little credit card, my little limit, I got like six bills, 600 pounds, mm. and it was like, like, it's just stupid APR straight away. There's no like, there's no like little purchase limit, little passing nothing. It was just yo six hundred pound. So I was like, cool. Started spending money off it, maxed out the whole thing. Raw. I need to pay this back. I ain't got no money. What am I gonna do? But I'm working hard. Mm. So I've gone online. My boy showed me a next thing. I've gone online, searched for another credit card. Now this credit card that could do a balance transfer. Yeah. So what this balance transfer would do is pay the money that I owe to that credit card. Yeah. Mm. So I've really kind of dug myself a hole. Yeah? <laughs> but, like, but... There's hope. There's hope. Yeah. Because instead of having to worry about the, paying this £600 that's going to go up every month because it's because of the APR that, and the interest on it, yeah? I've got another credit card that's done a balance transfer, but it has like a little purchase limit on it because I had that first credit card. So because I had a credit card, it's now opened me to get a better credit card. Mm. And what that better credit card is going to offer me is a balance transfer... To take away that, to, to pay that six hundred pounds on that credit card that I owe, but then there's like little perks, so it would be like six months no interest. Mm. So then I I was able to transfer that six hundred pound over, but I have no interest on it now instead of having interest just because I had a credit card. Then I've started paying back that credit card slowly, slowly, less pressure, no interest. Then I'm like, rah, I'm doing, I'm making more money now. I'm work, I'm working harder. This is all over uh, like a couple of years. I'm I've gone to get another credit card for this credit card. So for the second credit card, I've got a third credit card now. Yeah. 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 The balance transfer is bigger mm-hmm. and the percentage is more. So let's say it was 12 months, 0% interest mm. and I've got a limit of a, a grand and a half now. So now I've been able to pay off that rest of the money that I owed mm. and I got more money. But I don't have to pay any interest in it for, for 12 months. Mm. So I'm like, right, I've got like a little rack here. Let me invest that into a music video. I've invested that into a music video, paid it off. Now for a year, I'm paying off this £1,500 with no interest. What have I done? Got another credit card. <laughs> Got the other credit card. What's this credit card now? 24 months, no interest on the balance transfer. And the limit's three grand. I've paid off the, the music video, paying it off, paying it off slowly, and eventually, no credit card debt. And I've and I'm, I got banging limit. I've got banging credit card limit. got banging credit. Okay, I'm because go I got the first card. I'm gonna go get a credit card after this. But you just gotta have the discipline to have it. Because yeah. oh, yeah. some people, because oh. you can, because so so, it can yeah, start, so. it can start really small. You can just be like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and then you're like, you know, I'm hungry, I'm going on Uber Eats. No, that's not what a credit card is yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. A credit card is like for a great example is this. Um, it gives you extra con- um, data, not data. It gives you extra protection. So like, if you were to use a debit card um, to book a flight, 
the difference is the amount of protection they give you. So let's say, for example, you got, this is such a great example. I used Arik Air, which is not a great African airline. My sister got married in Nigeria. So like, yeah, we're all dancing. And I've flown there. And then basically I see all flights back to London are cancelled. Now, the difference between booking that on a debit card and a credit card is a credit card would intervene and find me another flight back to London. On a debit card, they don't give you that same level of protection. So this is where things like flights are really good for credit cards. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously really good for emergencies because you're not always going to have the cash available. You could be on holiday and something could happen. Mm -hmm. You could get to the hotel and they're like, I'm sorry, we have no idea of your booking. We have no idea who you are. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to go? What are you going to say to them? Please just let me stay tonight. It doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, as an adult, like being nice isn't mm. enough. You have to have something. This is where credit cards are good. And obviously, if you have certain things you want to pay for, but you can't pay for it all at once, this is where credit cards come yeah. in handy. Yeah. Obviously, the key is as well that you're making at least the minimum payments every single month. So you need to have enough money to be doing that. Otherwise, they're going to charge you like, I think it's like a default fee and things like that. Mm. And then they can charge you more interest. So make sure that you're keeping on top of your payments and even paying off more. A great tip actually is to make like two payments a month minimum so like let's say for example the minimum payment is 60 pounds like i would maybe pay off 40 pounds twice in a month yeah that's that's what blatantly why i was doing yeah like trying like paying when i need to pay and then paying again like again like middle of the month Mm. just trying to get it all done like a a sick thing like i I bought my merch with my credit cards like like, someone told me someone just said gave me the advice don't have no money on your debit man you don't need money on your debit I was like, why? They just say, you don't need money in your debit, man. You don't really need money in your debit like that. I was like, because I used to keep all my money in my debit. Yeah. Just, yeah, let me look at my debit. Oh, there's peace there. I'm all right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But then I've like, now I've got a business account. I, I keep my money in my business account and I pay myself a salary. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like, when it comes to like your credit card and that, it's like, it's just easier for like lump sum payments for stuff like, if man's going to book something and I, I know I have time to pay it off instead of having to like, it comes out my debit and it's like, right, that's from my soul. Because yeah. <laughs> you, know you have to continue to live for the rest of that yeah, month. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing about um, credit cards as well is that when used properly, they can be, as I said before, they can be leverage. Yeah. So exactly as, as mm. you were saying, it's, it's the idea and it could be anything small. It could be just, okay, I'm going to buy a cup of coffee that you know you can afford but you're going to buy it on a credit card and by the end of the night, you're going to put it back in there just yeah. to kind of start building up a bit of a, um, a reputation and uh, and like a history with yeah. the, the, the the bank or the credit card. Um, and I think the other thing is as well, and we were talking about property before, obviously having worked in property for quite a few years, it's when you start looking at buying a house or renting, mm-hmm. like your credit, goes before you yeah. Like, yeah. I won't even like as an agent like I'm not even going to talk to you if you can't show me like you've got a credit history and it's good or it's on certain numbers I can't, is it 900 is the max 999 999 yeah, yeah. so like if you're it's like there's some people that will come and it's like they've got certain things are oh, they missed this payment they got this CCJ they got this they haven't paid yeah. this credit card mm. like it's just literally like it's like your identity on paper mm. and so mm. it's important if you especially to at least have something that they can say, okay, you've got this credit card, you've got this phone bill, yeah. mm. um, you've got all of these different things in your name because when it comes to you actually trying to do something to level up, like these are the things they're going to look and say, oh, so what were you like when you had like a little £200 limit on your credit card? Mm. Let alone when you're asking, can I borrow X amount, 100000 yeah. to buy a house? Yeah. Mm. So, yes. yeah. I want to talk about American Express. What do you guys think? <laughs> I've never used them, you know. I don't yeah. have any experience with Some them. people have it and they, um, like British Airways have an yeah. exclusive American Express card and a lot yeah. of people use that to like book 
flights. I wouldn't say you, should, you need to book your holidays because you can pay for your accommodation yourself, but people use it to like book flights, sometimes book holidays. And the great thing is like you can get certain points, so air miles. Yeah. And and this is the thing, like if you are smart with your money, there's ways that your money can make money for, for you. you yeah. And that's what a lot of people need to understand because people are thinking, why? Let me just put it on the card I have. Some people are so loyal to the banks they started with at a fault that if you realise that actually, if you use an American Express card that gives you air miles, by the time you get to a certain point, you can get a flight free mm. and things like that. But it's just that's about true. having the knowledge. Yeah, I think that that loyalty or bank thing is so <laughs> mad. It's like, crazy. I'm telling my boys, yo, get a credit card in my Oh, no, man, I don't really like them, man. Like, why? What did, they, what did Barclays do? Everyone's like, oh, I don't like their branding. Yeah, what did they do? <laughs> you see me? Hey, brother, Lloyds, NatWest, Barclays. I mean, all of them. To be fair, actually, I say, I say <laughs> yeah, that I say like, that as a joke a because I, I actually, to be fair, I actually only joined Lloyd's because I like their advert. Like when I no, was younger. I get you. There's kind of like, things yeah, that yeah, make yeah, you gravitate yeah, towards yeah. a brand. You know, you know what I'm like, I, like NatWest is my favorite. Yeah. It? Yeah. But you have to look at the exactly. Fine print. Mm. Yeah. Because when I got my first right. credit card, I was just like, I've been with NatWest all all my life. I'm just gonna get NatWest credit card. Yeah. I didn't think about um, interest rates. I yeah. didn't think about APR and what that truly means. 100%. And these are the things that you need to find out for yourself. And sometimes you can feel you can feel sick. You're like, oh, they're giving me yeah. nine hundred pounds. Uh, limit and then oh they're giving me 1200 but what yeah. does that mean yeah, exactly. do you know what I mean and how are you how are you using that as a form of leverage to make yeah, your God, situation God better God bless those like money supermarkets and price comparison yeah, websites yeah. and all that kind of stuff because yeah. it, Go on, again like you put on you put your information in there and it gives you options and mm. I feel like when we especially like the, the, the older ones of us like when we grew up we didn't have that no. nope. it was Hundreds. very much like as you said like I'm doing this because this is comfortable like these guys already know me the bank are automatically going to give you mm. something whereas like you know as time has gone on they've started to change and give us options so yeah. you can like you know even when they change the um, what was it you can switch an account like instantly oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. before Current that used to switch. like yeah. take ages to do yeah. and uh, again I think it's just like as it's all time goes and on and they can pay moves. you for that as well yeah they give you a hundred pounds like, oh I loved I, I switched once yeah, just for that listen if you're young and you need a little bit of money depend, and you switch your direct debits and yeah just switch accounts they give you a hundred pounds extra Cold. can I ask um, who you guys with and why I've got numerous accounts. Yeah, me I've too. I've got like business accounts with uh, Barclays, uh, like savings accounts with HSBC, Lloyd's. It, it just again, it, it's. So why have you chosen to have? Just simply to, again, like this is this is when I was younger. Like you kind of like you just, I wanted to spread things around. Yeah. And so um, I might say, okay, my personal cash, like I've got a Monzo recently yeah. and I'm like, okay, I'll use Monzo because I like the kind of digital element yeah. of it. Yeah. And then I, I've had a network since I was a boy, similar to you guys. And then it's like, okay, Barclays, they gave me the best business um, kind of account and my social enterprises um, obviously like got a business account as well. And so they were like, we're not going to charge you any fees for certain things. So I was like, sick, nice. I'll stay with you guys. And then HSBC is a world bank. And then like the only one I haven't got yet is Coots. And that's, just because like I haven't got that level yet but when I do I will be going to these because it's, I think it's important to move and to have move different things in different accounts and, 100% yeah. I'm literally the same I have so many accounts but I've closed some as well just because I see having certain accounts like having certain friends like it's kind of like at what at one point like at first you can turn up with that friend and stuff but eventually you want to do different things mm. and is it that you can just turn up with that with that bank so like do you know what I mean are you just putting money in there what is the bank doing for you yep. don't get me wrong people will say oh you shouldn't have friends because of that but eventually everyone needs to have a certain amount of value in your life yeah, and the same goes for your bank so I've been with like 
for example, Lloyd's or whatever. And I'm like, actually, I don't think you're doing enough for me. And sometimes you have to negotiate with them and be like, this is what I'd like. Or mm-hmm. like, if there's like a silver package and like you're paying, I don't know, seven pounds a month or eight pounds a month, you'd be like, yeah, but NatWest will let me have it for six pounds a month mm-hmm. and things like that. And then you're like, actually, I don't want to have, I don't want to mm-hmm. be with you anymore. I want to be with NatWest now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally yeah. like relationships. That's what I say. Like the way you see yourself in relationships is and like your value can be actually related to money and what you think you are able to do. You spoke a little bit about negotiation there and obviously we spoke about a tiny bit about it when you're putting value on yourself. Mm. Um, talk to me about like negotiation experiences, like the first time you really... Because I, I think it's like, <laughs> you have a right, but I don't think we know that Yeah. at the beginning. Uh, I'll use uh, one of my first lettings experiences. Yeah. Um, so I uh, basically started a letting agent. For those that don't know what a letting agent is, it's essentially when you're going to rent a house. I'm the guy that would broker the deal between the landlord, the guy that owns the house, mm. and the tenant who would essentially be the person renting it. Mm. And so um, I've done all of that. I found the landlord and uh, essentially gone to his house, but I haven't agreed a fee with him because yeah. I'm naive. It's like one of my first mm-hmm. deals. I'm just super excited that he said, yes, you can help me find a tenant. Mm. And so I've then got to the house. I found a tenant. I've done bear running around. And then I've said to him, oh, yeah, like, oh, it's going to be whatever the fee was, two weeks rent or 5% mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And he's gone, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, no, I was only going to pay you 1% or one week. And you're just like, what? Mm. And then to be fair, actually, I didn't initially handle And this is just me being and I don't know I didn't handle it the best way because I started to get aggravated and like oh no what do you mean you're not paying me what do you mean and then I actually started to look back and like you know later on and I was just like actually that's not how you handle it because mm. you didn't agree the terms before you left your house mm. you didn't say that this is what you're willing to work for and so what I then started to do as I built my business was I started to learn from the mistakes so you know there was times where a tenant would say oh well you didn't tell me that this is how much you were going to charge me and so i can't legally charge them for it yeah because if i've done something and i haven't agreed it i can't then go back mm. and say oh this is how much i'm going to charge you because that's just not fair i mm. get written out 100%. in the court of law mm. and so it's just i guess for me as you go through it's learning how to put things in place before you even like before you do anything just say look I'm going to work for this is how much it's going to cost is that okay get that in writing put Mm -hmm. it in an email send it in a text message put it in a voice note whatever and then when they've agreed it then you start working and then also negotiating with the bank oh so if you're looking at the bank like I've never I've never really had to do that personally um I've never had like much experience with negotiating with a bank um what I can say though is that as with anything, I'm, 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 it's, there'll be times where you're going to have to um, kind of just put things on the table and know like what your value is, as we were saying before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for example, I'm getting into property investment um, or property development, shall I say. And I was speaking to um, one of my mentors yesterday and we were talking about that when it comes to a certain level of developing, you'll have to go to a bank and say, this is what you're looking for and, you know, and then negotiate. And so I think when I get mm-hmm. to that level, there'll be a lot more negotiation. But 100%. right now, I haven't necessarily. Is there any, like, super tips you got for the people is that you know that people might not be talking about with their friends or might not be experiencing first of all there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme <laughs> i feel like that's important to say whether it's cryptocurrency you've heard of whether it's pyramid schemes what was the, the other one that there was it called loom or loop or whatever they were doing on um instagram stories oh, I think I know yeah there's so many different things there's no such thing um obviously everyone has to work hard make sure that you understand how to use credit as leverage that's super important um just because you don't need something 
right now. It doesn't mean you won't need it in the future. Mm. So prepare now. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to things like savings, there's lifetime ISAs. And what's great about lifetime ISA, I love to talk about this, is the fact that it will give you um, up to 25% if you put down £4,000 each year. And that can go towards a property your first property, sorry, or it can go towards your pension in the future. So let's say, for example, it's 2019, the new tax year was in April, so I put in £4,000. And let's say I do that every year for three years. For up to three years, let's say I now have twelve grand. they will now add in an extra three grand, and they is the yeah. government. So they'll add an extra three grand. Who else is paying you that percentage for you to buy your first home? 100%. So you need to make sure that you're leveraging the options out there. Yeah. So that's a real key tip. That's for the help to buy scheme. Help to buy. Yeah. And if yeah, you're not an existing, the help to buy scheme, they're not accepting new customers after the 30th of November this year. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to get into that. You've got to think about it. Think <laughs> about it. That ice is amazing though. I think my key tip is read. Yeah. Mm. read uh, educate yourself about financial literacy read books like Rich Dad Poor Dad um, The Richest Man in Babylon uh, Think and Grow Rich there's so many I can think of like, I can't think of right now but I think essentially like, for anyone that is even no, no matter how what age you are it's important to just make sure that certain areas of your financial literacy are covered mm. um, mm. you know to understand the difference between being self-employed and being a business owner you know, because that's the other oh, thing. People are like, oh, yeah, I'm self-employed. It's sick. Like, mm. But that means you just have a job that you're yeah. working mad hours for. Like a business is owning a system. So mm. it's little things like that that I would always just try and download because I think essentially what I'm even getting from this conversation is that everyone's learning. Like everyone, you know, yeah. it's not say everyone's yeah. got, like no one's got it down pat 100% and there's always extra things that you can learn. And so it's constantly educate, uh, educate yourself, constantly ask questions. Like don't be afraid to... I guess like sound silly or be a little bit vulnerable mm -hmm. because that yeah. will save you a lot of money in the yeah. future like to yeah that's that's what I would say do your parents come to you for advice no no, <laughs> no. however <laughs> however however um as soon as I started to understand the value of property um I really tried to speak to my parents about it yeah. um and I just think that you get to a stage where like you 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 especially kind of being the older generation where you're a little bit adverse to risk. Mm. Um, and so maybe if I'd spoken to them a little bit earlier on in their career, like certain things they would have maybe been a bit more open to. And I think that's just everyone, you're not going to be able to kind of convert everyone. You can say, this is the sickest thing and look at Facebook. Like the guys, like he had what, five people that walked in the room with him at the beginning. Mm. Like not everyone's going to believe in your dream. Yeah. Like they'll say, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But mm. they're not going to come all the way. So I'm more so about like those coming after me. How do I make sure that they're good? And then when my mum and dad are older, that if they say, okay, we haven't done certain things, that I'm able to prop them up slightly if they require it. But mm. I don't think I will. They've done all right still. Another key tip, it's not it's not the nicest tip to talk about. Um, talk to your parents about life insurance. And if oh they my have gosh. It, high five. I need mate, to high five you. Dude. Talk to your parents about life insurance and if they have it. Jeez, and not a nice convo it's still. not a nice conversation. <laughs> and it, it, it won't be a nice conversation, but it might save you from a GoFundMe. Oh, no, trust hundreds, me. Hundreds. I remember when my mum first had that convo with me, boy. I was upset, but it's yeah. a real life thing. Hundred percent. And and also that's a very key. Like get life insurance now if you yeah. can. If you're if you're eligible to do it, get life insurance. I think my mum got her thing like looped in with her bank with her one. Okay. So it's like all under one thing like our life insurance, our house insurance. Because you like, mentioned with her bank. You mentioned it. It's like it's not an easy conversation to have. No, but 
unfortunately, when the time actually comes right. where you're like, have they got life insurance? Yeah. It's going to be even harder no, to, to compute actually 100%. where that stands. Did you lot break down what life insurance is for maybe someone who doesn't know what it is, hasn't heard of it? Yeah, so life insurance basically protects the person insured when they pass away. Mm. So it will cover things like funeral costs, um, any assets they have, but that's that is, the amount you pay a month is dependent on what it can cover for What's you. What's like a normal payment? that people do do you know I can't like I don't have life insurance okay. and I, I don't I don't I don't want to ask my mum what hers is like yeah. how much it is but I just know she has it so my life insurance is uh, for me and my wife is £25 a month? Yeah, a month. Okay. All together? All together, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and we're with Vitality Life Insurance. Yeah. And so, they, like, I got, like, an Apple Watch and, Jeez. like, I get free cinema tickets mm-hmm. and stuff like that and they yeah, encourage you to be healthy. Do I, do I need to, do I need to no. get married and get life insurance? Because that's sounding <laughs> no, like the plug no, right no, now. Like, <laughs> life insurance is generally, like, because, again, I didn't ever, like, and I think it's back to what I was saying about, you know, some of the questions that you ask when you get older, especially from a man's mm-hmm. perspective, is that, you know, if something happened to me, and um, you know I'm self-employed mm. if something happened and my business is for whatever reason because they were initially reliant on me mm. then what would happen to my wife yeah. and the mortgage and the cars and yeah. everything and then she's left in a worse situation yeah, and so it, exactly and then it's oh yeah the 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 um, the funeral oh yeah mm. they're looking after the kids and it's yeah. just like okay if something ever does happen and I you know unfortunately go before my wife I want to make sure that there's a certain you know nest egg there's something and so paying 25 pound a month will allow me to I, well for want of a better term is to go peacefully a little yeah. bit more because i know that you know certain things have been yeah. put in place and it's not easy it's not easy but yeah. again there's so many different options out there so it's just important to start having those conversations from a young age yeah one guy told me sorry because this is a really good point one guy told me that his dad passed away when he was younger so like 14 15 and there was five of them, so like his mum had five kids, and she was just like she was a great stay-at-home mum. I was like, sorry, I was like, how is she a stay-at-home mum with five kids? He was like, life insurance. Yeah, cold. Yeah. Um, I feel down. like you two need to come back for the next twelve weeks because we need to do a whole series. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Show. A whole, this is money. This is spoke because yeah. this is so interesting. It's been like an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, every week we ask our guests to bring in an item of choice. Mm-hmm. What is that item? What is your what item you in brought? relation to money? I'm wearing it. Yeah. Do you know what? I've been staring well, at your rice at home. There is rice at home. <laughs> yeah, I started this merchandise a little while ago. I might bring it back. I was going to say I I'll bring it back this. in time for autumn, but it seems like autumn has come it's a bit early. I feel like we spoke a little bit over that um, over that caption or whatever you, whatever you said. So yeah. I feel like you should say it again. There's rice at home. Mm. Plastered over a jumper. Sweet. Ooh, yeah. There is rice at home. There is rice yeah. at home. I, can I tell you, that's exactly what me and my boys did yesterday. Ah, oh, you know I'm going to draw for the phone right now. <laughs> Let me show you. So I'm sitting in the house. Oh, let's get delivery, man. Nah, man. There's rice. Yes, there's literally. Home. No, you got to learn to look. Yeah, one, you, you know got to learn to look in your fridge. You got to learn to look do? at what's there. What do we do? Twenty pound for all the groceries. Split that five pound each. Yeah, Fantastic. Got a fat meal and a drink. And you got food for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Bring that food to five work. Pound. Or you're gonna spend fifteen pound on delivery to get a one meal that's gonna be cold. No one tells you when you start working, like when you start a job that where a lot of your money will go to mm-hmm. is lunch yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't control it if you don't bring in that container that yep. is where your money's going if you're like where's my money going it's in your belly 100% yeah so true um, my item I couldn't actually find it but I will tell you about it and we've mentioned it quite a few times is Rich Dad Poor Dad yeah, I think I've actually okay. I've actually given it out that's why I haven't got it yeah. and I've got an audio version so I haven't needed it but mm. yeah Rich Dad Poor Dad a book by Robert Kiyosaki um, is 
probably is it an old book. Nah, it's old. Yeah. yeah. And there's this, there's different. He's an American guy. Um, okay. but there's different versions. So you have got Rich Dad Poor Dad for teens. I think you have got for parents as well. But mm-hmm. I think Rich Dad Poor Dad essentially just look for that series. Um, there's even a board game called Cash Flow uh, Cash Flow Quadrant, Quadrant. Yeah. which is sick. And I think the the thing that really helped me to turn my kind of financial literacy around was when I started to understand the different quadrants that we're in. So you are employed or mm. you're self-employed, um, which means essentially you own a job. And then on the other side of the quadrant, you're uh, a business owner or mm. you're an investor. And a lot of people don't necessarily understand the two, the two different each things. of the four kind of mm. different like you know categories. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I would say to anybody listening to this is to go and buy it is because it's very simple and easy to understand. Um, yeah, I've mentioned some of the other books. I'll say them again. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And the final one is The Richest Man in Babylon. I can't remember who that's by. Um, but it's... No, George George Ca- George Carson, I think. I don't, I'm not yeah, sure. It's an amazing book. It, those three books. And if you want to get like a bit of a, a, a quick summary, just go on YouTube and just mm. search Rich Dad, Poor Dad summary and somebody will have done an animated version to it you can even have it on in the back that's the key just make it a part of your life like mm-hmm. personal finances that you're, it's just chilling even if it's just chilling in the background you're learning mm-hmm. I know yeah. a friend that he listens to like investment tips as he sleeps so he literally listens and just falls asleep to it I used to do that with revision yeah that's right. the best way to learn apparently <laughs> yeah, no yeah. you need to you need to if you want to make money you need to install it into your mind and manifest right. it I'm telling you I talk about this every day talk about this shit every day what manifestations <laughs> I just being rich owning a house <laughs> making businesses I swear and, you're like salivating cool. right Listen, now I'm telling you <laughs> see my anti-Alvin in that west that's my guy I've been friends with him for four years okay. yeah Shout he's a mortgage broker now he, he's a private mortgage broker but he's hired by NatWest as well I met him when he was just like doing like mortgage broker. He's the biggest mortgage broker in Victoria. Cool. Yeah. My man is a G and he taught me how to do the yachting. He taught me how to buy a house. Well, I'm en route, inshallah, by God's power, I'll be doing it soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he taught me that. And that's one thing I think people need to start doing. Talk to people in banks, become yeah. friends with them. Trust. Man. Yeah. Them man can I, help I, you. I feel like I've got a massive to-do list. I got you. It's like built up Fem. in my mind. I got right you. Now. But one, one nicer. step at a time. Because yeah, yeah. what happens is some people like they overwhelm themselves yeah. and think like, oh yeah, but some of the things it's not going to happen overnight. No, like Jay Z is a fantastic example. Trust Everyone me. can big him up now because he's forty nine and he's a billionaire. We're not forty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nah. let's let's <laughs> let's take 49. it one day at a time with this money. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it, t- it takes time. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Amazing. Thank yeah, you. It's for been incredible. Me. Thank you so much. Boom! 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 This is Big Zoo. Myself, Big Zoo, Big Fen on the other side, hyphen. And this is Spoke. This is Spoke. Boom. Hey, guys, if you're loving the podcast and want to support the cause, make sure to rate and review us. Make sure you tell your friends and follow us on Insta and Twitter at This is Spoke Pod. Pod. (laughs) 